It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today on Locked On Rockies, Patrick Lyons asks an interesting question. Do the Rockies actually want Shohei Otani in the NL West? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. of November in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every day is talk Rockies baseball. I'm Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, been bringing you your daily Rockies talk for over three seasons now and been following this team my entire life. Uh, today on the show, a really interesting deep dive into the ripple effects of a massive deal like Shohei Otani's will be, how it will even trickle down and impact the Rockies from Patrick Lyons of DNVR. Uh, so we are going to uh, check that out. Of course, we've talked to Patrick before on the show. Hope to uh, talk to him again here this offseason as well. And uh, maybe bring this back up because this is a really interesting uh, way of thinking about the nuts and bolts and really the impact of this and a really interesting thing he brought up on, on, on I believe the latest uh, DMVR Rockies podcast. Uh, let me double check. I think it was, I think um, on the, yeah, DMVR Rockies, the most, yeah, I believe from today, earlier today, he, he was basically setting up some scenarios and, and I want to bring that up here and we'll talk about that. Uh, in just a moment and everything, but I wanted to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I want to shout out my everydayers out there. I want to shout out the folks that make Locked on Rockies their first listen of the day that tune in on their favorite streaming services and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show when you subscribe and like the videos. Let me know what you think in the YouTube comments and let me know what you want to talk about. You can also find us on x at lo rockies so uh, thank you so much and uh hey today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. make every moment more right now new customers can get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started all right so i uh I, I mentioned it i thought this was really interesting stuff and there's an article to go along with the podcast this is like i'm telling you patrick does a legit deep dive into the ripple effects and the impacts of the Shohei Otani deal because it's really interesting. I mean, and, and he and he sets up five teams that uh, would that that would uh, benefit the Rockies in a big way, and basically the big theme of it, which is a really good point. If your team signs Shohei Otani, not only are you committing a bunch of money. But you're taking a future pitching spot away. We know Shohei's not pitching next year, so it's not going to impact you for one year. But most likely, Shohei is signing a deal where it's going to be probably the rest of his career. You know, the, this is the moment. This is the big deal. This is the big splash, the big extension that that basically Shohei has worked his entire life to get towards. I still, it just, it's not really related to the, the Rockies bit, but uh, I think Shohei's still worth every single penny. I think you look at him and you're incredibly enticed by his ability to hit. And then you think that if you can get even close to that pitching production and the fact that you could potentially use him in, in, in 
maybe non-start scenarios as well. Uh, I, I think the pitching thing is still going to be a, something that is a, as a, is a thing that Shohei excels at for a while. Hopefully everything, as long as the healing and everything goes the way it's supposed to. But but I, I, I still think the, the upside is there to if your team can get Shohei. And, and yes, of course, in a Shohei Otani episode, or related episode, we will have to talk about the Rockies trying to get Shohei Otani. But spoiler alert, keep dreaming. Um, but the what was really interesting about this piece and what and what's also interesting about the scenarios he set up on the podcast are these are real this this edition of a player of of Shohei's not only talent and caliber but money and financial and years commitment are going to severely impact and 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 really mess with how you're going to handle your rotation. How are the Dodgers, and, and this is the first team he points out here uh, in, in his pieces, how are how are you going to manage the return of Clayton Kershaw coming up in a season and Walker Bueller and Dustin May and Tony Gons- Gonslin while also with all those young pitching guys that, that came up like Bobby Miller and Ryan uh, Pepiot and Michael Grove? They're, they're all players that, are going to be impacted by this Shohei Otani deal because someone's not getting a spot in the rotation. Someone's not getting the money they want. And so if the Dodgers do end up getting Shohei Otani, which I really am not all that thrilled about at the end of the day, Patrick points out that it does present an opportunity for the Rockies to make some phone calls if they can make some interdivision deals. But uh, Patrick points out in his piece that it's more the, the, the Dodgers are pretty open to playing or trading with anybody. And the last trade the Dodgers did make was with the Rockies. Um, you know, it's mostly the Rockies don't make any action or, or, or make any moves. But if you could get one of these impressive guys, if you can get some of these guys that especially if you're if you're coming from the Dodgers perspective, and you're watching these guys come in and play a multiple series at Coors Field, you're getting a, a Coors Field sample size with their pitching abilities. Now, it, it, it's certainly slanted. Now, it's certainly not the the, the most – it's not a one-for-one one comparison, and it's not – doesn't tran, wouldn't translate to a time being a Rocky. But the, the, the Dodgers, if they do, in fact, make the deal, are going to have to – cut loose somewhere else and it's i mean there's it's very likely that they want to reunite with kershaw i get i think i don't know i would imagine age and, and everything he's clayton kershaw still great and but he's just having a, a you know another big injury and massive surgery and, uh, and such so that will present an interesting opportunity not only just for the rockies but but and they're and and for them to try to pounce and, and try to make a trade and make a deal but just in general for the for their matchups of who can they keep because not only is it going to impact how many people they can keep on the pitching staff it's going to matter how how many people they can keep in the infield i mean how long truly truly and i guess they already have the contracts done but at some point they're going to have to consider trades because keeping shohei and freddie freeman and mookie betts and 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 xyz down the line at the Unless I, maybe I'm, I am so ignorant to the vast wealth and 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 power of the Los Angeles Dodgers that has been on full display most of my life. 
I just don't think a team can consistently sit and 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 pay all that. I mean, look what I know the Padres and the Dodgers are in different stories, but like look at what's happening there and and, and the issues there. And, and I mean, and there's so much money, and the Mets already committed money and already punted. Why are the Dodgers? I mean, are the Dodgers really going to be a team that can avoid all of that? Every single time we've seen massive big superstars and massive groupings of superstars with massive money, it's doable, but but for how many years? Because at this point, you're committing to Shohei, right? You're not necessarily committing to some of these other players. You're not freeing yourself up to provide extensions to other players. You're buying into one of the greatest baseball players we've ever seen. And, and I, I can't fault any team for that. And I'm glad Shohei's going to get his money. But as Patrick continues to go on, and like I said, I really want you to, uh, to, to go read into this because it's, because it's interesting. But basically, if Shohei does end up with the Cubs, the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Blue Jays uh, are the other teams that he mentions, the teams with pitching depth, there, th- that opens the door for the Rockies. It truly does. They're going to have to make a, uh, you know, that that opens the possibilities for the Rockies to be able to see what they're what they're able to do. And uh, and I'm really interested by uh, this one piece about with the Mariners because I, I I truly do believe the Locked On Mariners guys weren't weren't very pumped on anybody from the Rockies when I listened into to their podcast. But the Rockies and the Mariners, just like I believe the Rockies and the Marlins, I believe are, and, and really the Rockies and the Dodgers, are really great trade pairs because Dodgers not so much, just because they can shuffle. I'm I'm, I'm saying more teams that need that that the Rockies have players that they can fill if they if they need to trade major league players away, i.e. a Rogers a McMahon something like that. These teams make the most sense and. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is the uh, on the uh, on the mind of Patrick Lyons here. Gonzalez is a logical trade target for Colorado, a Fort Collins native and son of former Rockies minor league pitching coach Frank Gonzalez. The left-hander has already been linked to the organization for the past few off-seasons, set to make 12.25 million in 2024. The Mariners wouldn't mind shedding some payroll for a player entering his age 32 season. A team option for 15 million in 2025 could make him even more enticing for a Colorado squad targeting contention that season. See, I mean that that's that's the type of stuff. And I mean again, if he might he's probably not going to Seattle. But if you can shed 12.25 million off your payroll this year and and 15 million off your payroll for what is that? Nearly nearly 30 million dollars off of your payroll to free up space for Shohei Otani. And maybe that means the Rockies can cut a deal Actually, I mean, I, I doubt the Rockies can make a deal without involving a McMahon or a Rodgers to the Mariners because I don't think you pivot from from your from your infield prospects too much unless you really believe that it can get some sort of special pitcher to come or, or you can land a really good deal. And uh, I mean, that'd be interesting. It's just interesting, even though the Otani move complicates things for other players and these teams and and how they're going to make a roster space make the budget work and all that it doesn't necessarily make the Rockies case any better with pieces to trade 
because unless they want to dip into their top level prospects, which I think they 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 rather go with them. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Really. Instead of 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 having a pool of prospects to trade from outside of maybe your Tolia, your Montero. Do we call Montero prospects still? But anyway, you don't have that pool to pull to pull from. And so if you're going to trade, it's still going to be a pretty big impact for the Rockies no matter what, no matter what the Otani deal is going to look like. Because I think it's if the Rockies are going to trade for for major league ready pitching for someone that's going to help their rotation in 2024, it is uh, it is going to take a, a vet. And, and Patrick brought up another good thing, a good question on his on the podcast about the impact of the Shohei signing and going through it in Dick Momfort's mind. So I want to I want to answer his question that he posed on, on his podcast here coming up in segment number two. Because uh, right now, I got to tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. And they got you covered throughout the rest of the NFL season. But that's not all. They, of course, got you covered for your basketball. They got you covered for your baseball futures. If you want to get involved and put your early bet on the Rockies winning the World Series, not a great bet. Wouldn't recommend it. But you can see all the action and more at America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on for all the action this NFL season. Why not believe big in your Broncos in their biggest game of the season this weekend? Take that money line bet. Hopefully it lands you $150 with uh, that bonus bet there. Win. You win with the Broncos or your favorite team when you go to FanDuel.com and join in on all the betting action 150 bucks in bonus bets when your team wins at FanDuel America's number one sportsbook FanDuel the official partner of the NFL this is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service bringing you your daily streaming <laughs> your daily Rockies podcast on your favorite streaming service and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show by leaving your thoughts on the Rockies, your comments, your Rockies hot takes, and so much more on YouTube, we're on X, we're on all the good stuff. Uh, and uh, hey, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We really do appreciate that. And uh, if you're looking for more sports coverage, Locked On's got you covered. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So uh, we are taking a look at the questions and the hypotheticals posed by Patrick Lyons of DNVR Rockies, the DNVR uh, Rockies podcast and uh, DNVR uh, dot com. The, he, you know, one of the one of the, the one of the best in the biz when it comes to uh, Rockies media, if you ask me. Uh, he likes he just like he's so good at asking these type of things. 
you know, because he, he did a little thing with the budgeting and getting John Gray back. And he actually talks about John Gray and a possible Rockies reunion in that piece we talked about there in the first segment, five destinations for Shohei Otani that could benefit the Colorado Rockies in a big way. But he opened up and he was talking about on his podcast today about going through and looking at this deal, the Otani deal, through the prism in the mind of Dick Momford. And I thought that was an interesting thought exercise because he, he was going on to say, if he's in the American League, you see him once every other two years. If he goes to the Cubs or, you know, it's a, a team that comes through Coors Field pretty frequently, you get him that one series, maybe, you know, twi once, twice. But if he does go to the NL West, you're getting Shohei multiple times throughout the year. You're getting a lot of that Shohei attention even just by being associated with him. And I was like, that's a crazy way to think of it. It's a crazy way to spin what really would be a tremendous blow to the Rockies on the field. If we're talking just on the field team on versus on the field team, the Rockies are going to have to match up with a Dodgers team that is going to have Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, and Mookie Betts amongst everybody else. I'm just naming the three big names there. And that's just bonkers. Mixed in with the fact that they might get Mike Trout or whatever that report was. And you sit there and you think about it and you think about it as the fan and you're like, that's a bummer. But are you going to hate the fact that you watch that Dodgers team? Like, as will it'll be thick with jealousy, of course. Of uh, I will be mad and frustrated and angry at every single matchup between the Rockies and the Dodgers because the Dodgers are everything I want the Rockies to be. Loaded with talent, not afraid to make land the big fish, passionate fan base. But you couldn't sit there and deny the fact as Rockies fans, you'd sit there and you'd be a little lucky that you'd see one of the great baseball teams that's ever been composed, at least on paper. And if you're Dick Momford, you love an Otani bonus anytime you can get it. Right? I mean... Anything for him is a is a it, 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 if if you if it is just business brain dick and his big baseball knowledge too, he'll happily, happily have Coors Field extra packed multiple times for Shohei. Because when the Dodgers roll through in town on a random whatever day, middle of the week, you know, and and and, and during the school year, late in the season. The stadium's still going to get packed. Shohei will sell out Coors Field or be close to it. Because, I, I mean, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm overhyping it, but it's like the Angels, he wasn't selling out every stadium that he was going to with the Angels, but it's the Angels. These would be the, you know, that would be the Dodgers or the Giants. I mean, these are not nobody names. And that's the other thing lurking in here in the NLS, too. 
the Giants being able to, to, to land Shohei. For Dick, I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting there, and he's kind of saying, hey, that's going to print some money. He'll also probably think that his team is able to go toe-for-toe and play 500 baseball. Still waiting for our uh, end-of-the-year recap from our management and ownership. Uh, Still waiting to hear how they are going to handle and navigate the offseason after the worst worst season in terms of losses. It's really the worst season in Rockies history. Haven't gotten that yet, though. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that he's thought about. Because just like, this is, see, this is why Patrick's good. That's why Patrick can handle the offseason of, of baseball coverage. is because he can really, it's, it's a really interesting thing to just put on the GM hat, you know, and really think about how monumental this deal is going to be. I mean, it really does. It, it's going to change the shape of baseball. It's going to drastically alter teams' plans, where whether where he signs and where he doesn't sign. How will it influence other owners? What will it influence other teams to do? How will it shake up the, the, the trade market? How aggressive will teams be trying to trade as a result of it? This, this, I mean, when it's a deal of this magnitude, when it's arguably one of the biggest, if not the biggest baseball contract of all time, it has league-wide impacts. So could the Rockies get it done? Let's talk about that in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. It's free. It's streaming. All over the place. We're also on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription is the easiest way to help the show grow. And we really, really do appreciate that. Folks, if you need more great Locked on coverage, Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked on plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, This is, of course, the Locked On Rockies podcast. Um, And we've been kind of playing a fun Shohei Otani what-if scenarios and really uh, diving into uh, the, how, the, uh, how this deal is going to impact the league and how it's going to impact the Rockies. So, of course, we have to ask. How do the Rockies get Shohei Otani? I can't even think of a jokingly fun, simple thing. I really can't. I think the only feasible way that the Rockies could get Shohei Otani to come to Coors Field is just be like, hey, heal up, don't pitch, DH, and uh, just hit a course for a year. That sounds fun, right? There's really no pathway for the Rockies. And and it's not and it's not directly because of this, mind you, but it, it, this is something you'd have to point out, especially when it comes to the Rockies and their ability to sign big name players to long extensions. 
mean, you have to look at the impact that Chris Bryant's contract is going to have on your payroll. You have to look at the the sometimes warning signs of a Chris Bryant-type deal when you're looking at uh, uh, Shohei's not Chris Bryant, obviously. But it, it's just it kind of just reminds you of, of the Rockies are willing to make a big deal. Like, if, if somehow the Rockies technically were in the Shohei sweepstakes, like, I think this team would be willing to land a, a big name because they've learned how important it is to their team to have a recognizable name. It's just there's really a, no stretch of my imagination. I, I can't even think of, of, of anything unless you somehow convince Shohei that he will be the one that changes and and saves the franchise basically he will be the thing and he will be the 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 priority he will be basically that everything that is built around is built around Shohei and there's other teams making that same exact argument or something similar or something in the same vein while sitting in better positions and sitting with better track records of success because at the end of the day, if you want Shohei Otani to come to Colorado, you have to win. You have to make the playoffs. You have to make the playoffs consistently. You have to be fighting for the title. The Chris Bryants of the of, of, of the world, the good players, MVP, high-level quality players, but when they start getting the question marks and when they start seeing things, that's when the Rockies become interesting. Not as a motive for them to say, hey, let's go get it done in Colorado. Let's go get it done and be proud and happy to be doing it for the Rockies. They have to build that reputation first before they're even going to stand anything remotely close to a chance at signing a player anywhere close to the level and significance of Shohei Otani. So, really, the answer to how do the Rockies get Shohei Otani? Well, it is by turning on your MLB The Show and uh, doing a fantasy draft, maybe manipulating it a little bit to give yourself the first pick, selecting the Rockies, going Shohei, uh, or getting into your bed or a, a nice, comfortable place to go to sleep and enter a dream world where the Rockies secure the biggest deal in baseball history. Those are about the only ways that I, I, I can think of and I can consider uh, our, our, win, our ways the Rockies could get Shohei Otani. So really interesting stuff there from Patrick Lyons, DNVR uh, Rockies podcast and DNVR.com. Five destinations for Shohei Otani that could benefit the Colorado Rockies in a big way if you want to go learn more about that. Uh, and folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us today and making us your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. We are on all the platforms i believe that do podcasts so you can find it's locked on rockies hey if you uh if you were in if you uh listen to us and are in the spotify wrapped and you want to let us know 
hey, that'd be great. We'll happy to, to to retweet it and stuff. Love to see how you know how much you're tuning in. But uh, it was a really great year for the Rockies, or for not the Rockies, the Locked On Rockies podcast. Yeah, you folks were, have been have been great this year. Really, really do appreciate it. And uh, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much. Uh, for tuning in. And uh, now that you've made us your first listen of the day, go check out the Locked On MLB podcast. Or if you need more Colorado sports coverage, check out the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and the Locked On Buffs podcast. All available free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.